the mount of crucifixion, fountains open deep and wide, through the flood gates of God's mercy, flow the vast and gracious tide, grace and love like mighty rivers, poured in and from above, heaven's peace and perfect justice, kiss the guilty world in Hello and good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be. I'm so thankful you could tune in and just partake in this wonderful presentation that we put forth every day, Mercy Poured Forth. I know it's been so encouraging to hear a different short word. Uh, it, it's just very enlightening. I'm learning so much and becoming so much stronger by hearing the strength that others have, and also as they share their weaknesses. So today I'd like to share a quick word on fear and how it's so prevalent in our society today and what we can do to help eliminate that by giving it up to the Father. Fear is described as an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. In our society today, it's consuming the hearts and minds of millions. We have allowed it to creep in and manipulate our decisions and judgments that we make in everyday life. It's one thing to exhibit fear when watching a horror movie and to worry about the masked villain who is guaranteed to jump out of the dark corner. But it's another to become paralyzed in living your life due to the propaganda that's being pushed around the world. Fear is a business and a money-making machine that will only continue to build momentum unless we turn back to Yahuwah and start fearing him instead. I would like to share some examples that explain why we need to cast our fears and give them up to the Father. There are many men and women throughout the Bible who showed great strength and yet had the fear for the Creator. David is a great example of courage when he battled Goliath, because all the other men were afraid of him and knew they would lose their life. He trusted in the name of Yahuwah Sevaoth that he would be delivered out of the hand of that Philistine. Yahuwah proved him victorious and blessed his life for being a man after his own heart. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego chose to take a stand for Elohim while refusing to bow down and worship the golden idol of King Nebuchadnezzar they believed Yahuwah would deliver them from the fiery furnace, if it be his will. But if not, they feared Elohim enough to give up their lives, to honor him, knowing they would have died righteously. The example of faith that was shown even caused the king to fear and respect the mighty Yahuwah Elohim. And as yesterday Nietzsche talked about in Walking with the Word, the story of the Maccabees, where the seven sons and the mother displayed one of the Bible's most courageous acts by realizing it was more important to die righteously than to transgress the Torah of their fathers. They feared Yahweh and knew his face shined upon them, and for their sacrifice they would receive a much greater reward in heaven than anything this world could offer. 
In Deuteronomy 31.6, it says, Be strong and of good courage. Fear not. Be not afraid of them. For Yahweh Eloheka, he it is that goes with you. He will not fail you nor forsake you. That's just a comforting scripture that I always glean on when I'm struggling with something. Uh, it's just always been there in the back of my mind and knows, and I know that he is there with me through it all. It's just so encouraging to know that the father loves you. And that's the last thing he wants is for fear to overcome you. Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you shall condemn. So as you can see in these examples, these men and women, when they have fear or reverence for Yahuwah, they become fearless of men or anything that the adversary can bring their way. I would like to share a couple scriptures out of Luke. This always really hits home to me and kind of is a foreshadowing of what's to come and how fear can overtake us if we're not prepared mentally, spiritually, and physically. As for these things which ye behold, the days will come in the which there shall be not left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And they asked him, saying, Rabbi, but when shall these things be? And what sign will there be when these things shall come to pass? And Messiah said, Take heed that ye be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Hamashiach, and the time draws near. Go ye not, therefore, after them. But when ye shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified, for these things must come to pass, come to pass, but the end is not by and by. Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And great earthquakes shall be in diverse places, and famines and pestilence, and fearful sights, and great signs shall be there from heaven. But before all these, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. And it shall turn to you for a testimony. Settle it therefore in your hearts, not to meditate before what you shall answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. And ye shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren and kinsfolk and friends, and some of them shall cause you to be put to death, and ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But there shall not a hair of your head perish. In your patience possess ye your souls. And when ye see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. Then let them which are in Yehud flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out. And let them not that are in the countries there enter therein too. For, the, for these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. For there shall be great distress in the land, and wrath upon this people. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword. 
and shall be led captive into nations, and Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the other nations until the times of the other nations be fulfilled. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations, with perplexity the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the son of Adam coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your head for your redemption draws nigh. That is out of Luke 21, 6 through 28. So as you can see, the times to come may not be easy. And if you're not spiritually right with the father, they're going to be even tougher so I plea that you, you know, overcome your fears, look to the Father. He will help you guide all of your decisions. Uh, it's just amazing what he can do that we don't give him credit for. We don't realize what he's capable of sometimes. Our pride gets in the way and we think we can fix our own problems. And that's just not the case. He, he is our everything. So we must rely on him until the end. And he will allow us to endure through those hardships. So I wanted to break down the word of Hebrew. I'm still new to this, but it's so intriguing seeing Shell Wagner and Catherine break down these words in the paleo. You're able to just glean so much more from the word. It's, it's truly amazing. So I did have to get some help on this, but I wanted to break down the word fear in Hebrew. There are a number of words for fear, but the majority of uses come from a single root. This root is yira, which is given a wide range of meanings, but is most often translated as to fear, to be afraid, to be terrible, or to be dreadful. In a few places, it is translated as awe or reverence. So which is it, and what does the fear of Yahuwah compel us to do? Do we obey yod heh vav -Hey? because we hope to escape his wrath and discipline? Or do we obey in response to the majesty and magnificence of his presence in our lives? Deuteronomy 13:4, Ye shall walk after Yahweh Elohim and fear him and guard his commandments and obey his voice and ye shall serve him and cleave unto him. Sometimes I don't think you can hear his voice unless you are obeying him looking to him, cleaving to him. He speaks to us, and sometimes we've just got so much going on in our lives that we're unable to hear that still voice that he presents to us. So it's so important to cast the fears out, to fill your lives with shalom so that he can guide you along your journey. I did want to share this one section here so you can see the breakdown.
I think I clicked the wrong button. Forgive me there. Yod is the picture of the hand or arm and means to work or a mighty work or deed. Resh is the picture of the head and means the leader, the master, or the prince. Aleph is the picture of the ox and means the strong leader, the head of the family, or God the Father. He is the picture of the man with uplifted arms and means to behold, to pay attention to what follows, or the Holy Spirit as the revelation, revelator. Here we see that Yirah is a mighty work of the prince for the heavenly father to which we are to pay attention. It is also worthy to note that the last three letters, Resh, Aleph, He, form the root word to see. So Yirah comes from seeing this mighty work, which is exactly what Moses encounters with the burning bush, experiencing humbling awe and reverence of Yahuwah. When, Yah when Yirah or fear, is combined with Elohim into one concept, Yirat becomes Yirat, and we realize that fear becomes something that belongs to Yahuwah. If we replace the hay with the Tav, which is the picture of crossed wooden sticks, it means to seal or assign or a covenant. It then translates to the mighty work of the Prince of God, the Father, happened at the sign of the cross. So through the death of Messiah and the forgiveness of our sins, we see Yahuwah's true intentions. His yurat, or fear, was never intended to be anything but a blessing for those who choose to place their trust in Him. Let me add this back here. I just love this song from Zach Williams, No Longer Slaves. And as you can see, all these words tie together. I, I feel that fear can really bring all these in your life. And so it's so important to look to the Father, that He will care for you and your, your safety of your mind. No longer a slave to fear, anxiety, loneliness, anger, hatred, worthlessness, brokenness, depression. Now, the de definition of a slave is a person who is the legal property of another and is forced to obey them or work excessively hard. So when we put fear to that definition, we can just see what it can do to our bodies and our mind. Psalms 55:22, Cast your burden upon Yahuwah, and he shall sustain you. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. I just wanted to end with a video, quick clip. Let's see if I can get this from Zach Williams. I I've actually posted the link below. I hope in the comments I would suggest listening to this in its entirety. It really helped me through a, a time of struggle and addictions when I just felt hopeless, knew that there wasn't a chance for me to break these chains. Um, this song really ministered to me in my life, and I encourage you to take a listen if you are struggling with any of these 
it, it can be crippling in your life and it can sway your judgment and your decisions. And I just hope that you give it to Yahweh, lay it at the cross. He will take this away from you. Let me play just a quick clip of this. I do want to thank you for joining me today, even through some technical difficulties. I hope that you were able to take something from this and know that the Father loves you. He will never forsake you. So cast your fears upon him. Please stay tuned for later th today. We do have Let's Talk Torah with Shell Wagner. And then at 1 p.m. Central, Out of Africa with Chris McIntyre. He's going to be talking about his part two in Hebrews. So I hope you can join us for that and all the upcoming shows later this week. Thank you and have a blessed day. On the Mount of Crucifixion Fountains open deep and wide Through the floodgates of God's mercy Flow the vast and gracious tide. Grace and love like mighty rivers. Poured incessant from above. And heaven's peace and perfect justice. Kiss the gift.